listening to I Quit My Job, a podcast about songwriting, with your hosts, Travis Reitzma and Derek Harrison. I quit my job. I quit my job. I quit my job. I'm free today. Hi, folks. I'm Travis Reitzma, and this is the seventh episode of I Quit My Job, your podcast about songwriting. Today on the program, we have Tara Watts, who's a, our second straight Windsor musician. In fact, our second straight musician who happens to be in the band The Locusts Have No King uh, last week, or two weeks ago, excuse me. Of course, we had Dave Dubois on the episode. Tara Watts this week. Tara Watts is a very, very close friend of both mine and Derek. Uh, I met Tara a long time ago, right when I first started playing music in Windsor. She was one of the first people I was introduced to, uh, as as with Dave. Uh, Tara, Tara and I actually started singing together for a long time. We used to sing renditions of Damien Rice and Josh Ritter covers. She would sing on some of my early songs, uh, which we which I'd rather not revisit. But uh, Tara has always been a very close friend of mine. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of good times together. We've we've uh, we've hung out quite a bit, and uh, so it's going to come off. And, and Derek knows her very well too. It's going to come off in this episode uh, like we we know each other very well, and and that's because we do. Um, so I think the banter sometimes may sound like we're leaving a lot of things unsaid, but I, but I think that uh, Tara gets very deep and very uh, reflexive about her songwriting where she came from uh she talks a lot about her religious background um how she came up as a choral singer in churches and uh when she started singing she when she started writing songs uh at a at a camp that she used to go to in the summertime and she talked about her transition into what she is now which is this sort of industrial rock folk uh musician her band uh that she's recently uh, teamed up with has her has Dave Dubois as her bassist and uh, and Damien Zakur as her drummer, and it's one of my favorite bands in the city. Uh, they're 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 rocky, they're dirty, and Tara's awesome, strong uh, vocals uh, carry it really well. It's amazing. Tara's an incredible talent. Uh, she's an up and comer. I think that she can do honestly whatever she wants in the music industry and. Uh, we're really pleased to have her on the program today, so stay tuned. Here's Tara Watts. All right. Okay. That sounds- so that you, we're kind of you're both. You could even sit back if you want, like be comfortable. However, you're comfortable. <laughs> Eat the microphone. Oh, How's that? You know what? <laughs> you know what's interesting on that topic is 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 you were the first person who ever told me to eat the mic and it was at fog oh, yeah, yeah. and it was at fog and you were doing i think you were running the open mic there right yeah yeah and and, and i was playing and i was just I, I was way you know just not comfortable yeah and and you're like no just press your just eat the mic don't back off even when you go loud and let me take care of it and uh that was really good advice right on yeah. cool. i had that from ron leary He's like, get on the mic. Don't be afraid yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a stage mic. You need to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It keeps yeah. you balanced. That's what I find. Because like, sometimes <clears throat> if I, I have my eyes shut, mm-hmm. it's like you kind of lose. You touch it my, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it just keeps you balanced. I have, this, <laughs> I have this issue where like once every two or three shows, I bang my teeth off. Oh the yeah. Mic. Yeah. I worry like, about oh, that. Who did? Oh, who did that and chipped their tooth? Jamie, I, oh, it's Jamie Greer. Okay, oh, yeah. I knew someone like, that like rocked back and smacked him in the face. Oh man, I I worry yeah. about that sometimes. Like when you have when you're playing a show and there's people like walking near near your stand. You worried and stuff about like it like that, whacking your chompers? Yeah. 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 No, I I used yeah. to have like 
I don't know, maybe I still do, like this ner- fear of losing my teeth. Uh, yeah. Ever since I, I was so I was in Germany and there was like this weird outdoor rave thing going on. It was yeah. like a big DJ up like eight feet off the ground. And and uh, me and this woman, I don't know who she was even, start, tried to start a mosh pit. <laughs> and I ended up smashing my face off someone's skull. Shut oh. up! And then like, and my teeth hurt so bad that I was like, I, I, are these gonna, I thought they were going to fall out and I started having dreams about it. Oh, for like, yeah. oh For like six months, I was like freaking out about it. How long did your teeth hurt for? few days whoa yeah mm-hmm. the person's head must have been hurt. i know apparently he tried to swing at me and and, and i didn't even notice whoa oh my god <laughs> like one of his friends grabbed him that's and prevented crazy him from hitting me. Uh, yeah I, I have dreams all the time where my teeth are like i grind my teeth in my sleep mm-hmm. and so like i have the same thing it's terrifying it's like your yeah, teeth are scary. falling out and plus i've actually like had an issue like with the tooth getting knocked out so like it's uh, even yeah mm-hmm. ultimate frisbee man <laughs> it's a violent sport. sport. <laughs> you think it's harmless. <laughs> so my first real memory of, of, of you is is when you were singing with Travis. Yeah. And you were doing like that Josh Ritter song and stuff. And yeah, Girl oh, in the man. War. Which is just yeah. such an improvement off the original, I think. The way you guys played it. <laughs> yeah, that, I heard that a lot, actually. It's which so I mean, gorgeous. Nothing against Josh Ritter's version, but no. the harmonies need to be there. And you brought in a lot more dynamics to the song, too, lifting it up. Yeah, yeah. Effect, yeah. Damn, I forget. I love that song. Yeah. yeah that's, huh. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, because uh, so much of my musical life here is 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 um started by ron leary yeah and he i'm pretty sure he introduced us didn't yeah, he yeah yeah like, wasn't he like hey you should sing your, with tara i met uh you at uh sky lounge i think was, yeah um and he was playing there mm-hmm. and uh yeah I, I think i was there with fatima or something mm-hmm. that's, that's right that's, yeah that's how we first first met oh that's funny yeah yeah ron man holy cow yeah because he also introduced me to eric welton at a barzin show randomly so we've had we've had barzin on the uh on the podcast as well so like there's all these weird idiosyncrasies with with bars it all comes back to windsor really everything that's true or ron that's funny we've talked we talked about it a bit with uh with dave how uh windsor has this at least we all think that windsor has this unique sort of sound to it it's not necessarily an overt sound, but there's something more <laughs> there's something more industrial or or edgier maybe or dirtier about there's the Windsor a, a sound. There's a grit to grit. Windsor and mm. Win- Windsor people, I think, and I I love that part yeah. of us. It's a, it's a I think there's a gritty grittiness mm. to the sound that we 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 produce create. I think, but mm. eh? I don't know. Yeah. That's something I, I, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, in terms of if your music, like what you're doing with your band now, and also uh, The Locusts Have No King, like, I feel like those are two, like, if I had to say, like, what is the Windsor sound? Those would be two acts that I would point to and say, Sweet. that's the yeah. Windsor sound. Right on. I still haven't yeah. like heard your full band. Oh, it's, man. Um, it's, I've heard it's fun. a lot of good So things. good. So good. So who's the band? Well, um, right now it's uh, Damien uh, Zakur okay. uh, from the Bavillionaires and uh, uh, on drums. And uh, Dave Dubois is on bass. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's the three of us. Um, I had Scott Hughes, um, mm-hmm. which was great um, as well. But it's just some of the shows, like, I can't. Like afford to have a four four yeah. piece, you yeah, know what I mean, right. which sucks. Uh, so, um, but yeah, it was having Scotty in as well. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when I have like a good good gig, I try and have a four piece, but because he had so much. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's, it's those four, and sometimes um, like I'll have my brother will help out too with uh, some lead guitar stuff oh, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a, it's a four piece, but. Um, 
right now it's mostly a three piece like mm-hmm. I'm playing at Art in the Park coming up and it's uh, going to be Damien Dave and I so it kind of forces me to be on like more like with my guitar stuff like because mm-hmm. I, I can hear the fills that Scotty would normally be doing mm-hmm. and so I'm like I'm trying to to, to do add something <laughs> that sounds even close no, to what like he's some element yeah. that fills it out yeah so yeah but it's is uh, this the first uh, full band for you um I've had you're like playing little, solo like for, for a long time yeah, as long I've as had I have like little projects here and there like I had remember Chad Hosen mm-hmm. sat in for a while and the vamps? who else was that the vamps yeah and Johnny West too was, yeah Johnny West sat yeah. in it was in there I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in freaking years yeah I gotta go like. visit him but visit uh him. but what else yeah who else have I had sit in I can't remember I had a guy named James Livingston on drums mm-hmm. as well and but yeah it's it's fun having like everyone's different imp- um like their interpretations of, mm-hmm. of your music I, mm-hmm. I, I love that like mixing it up with different musicians and mm-hmm. that and well in this current yeah. this current uh three piece or four piece that you've got going on like I've seen it now a few times yeah and it's such a diversion from your normal stuff I mean you, you've really I feel like you've really grown into this into that gritty sort of sound like you really push your voice now there's a lot of raspiness to it there's like a really a lot of power to it that maybe before i feel like you might have shied away from mm. and this new the new band is just so it just fits that so cool. well oh, like awesome. it's really really cool that's nice to hear i like it a lot yeah. cool and they're fun guys to work with like all, mm-hmm. all of them are great like we had a little jam here um on what day was it wednesday of this week and it's just like they're just fun guys to mm-hmm. to work with too and uh you know and it just is kind of turned into a bit of a jam band a little bit like um nice. we have the basic structure of the songs down for the most part and it just you know um it's nice working with musicians it's like oh we're gonna they know that we're gonna do the chorus again or we're gonna mm-hmm, go back mm-hmm. and you know like j- jam out this part a bit so it's <laughs> kind of fun working it's really fun working with guys that are w- willing to just like there's not so much of a structure to the song in that mm-hmm. so, right and yeah. you have like the ability as a group to feel it out and like totally and work with trust. it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is it's, it's nice when you have that dynamic with people does sure, does this lineup predate the uh, the sec- your second record or i think we um geez this is where my memory sucks um <laughs> i can't remember when we started jamie i think it was like right around the time when i when it, my cd release was coming up i was like i need a band you wanted somebody i yeah. need a band for this and um and then just by chance i was playing at a, a kirtan yoga thing over here it's a um and damien was playing um percussion for this um kirtan yoga thing <laughs> and uh and i was just like why didn't i ever think of him and i i said and just casual casually mentioned to him that i'm looking for a drummer and he's like yeah, i'd be down mm-hmm. and then from there i'm like why the heck did i think of him before because he's, <laughs> he's great and we yeah, tend to think of a, windsor as a, being like a three drummer town which it kind yeah. of is yeah I mean, there's not a lot of drummers so every drummer's in like seven different bands. I know. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, it's been really fun. So it's cool. Yeah. Nice. So the second record you worked with uh, the legend, right? Andy McGoffin. Andy McGoffin. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was, uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a fun experience um, yeah. working with him because uh, I had met him years ago through Ron and um, his band like was playing through. Yeah. Um, I had fog one night and it was I was hammered and 
Kelsapries, and uh, <laughs> and I just remember my introduction to him. I'm standing my my I'd been wearing high heels, and I'm like, screw these these puppies. And so I was sliding <laughs> around on coasters, on, uh, <laughs> and that's how, that's how I first met Andy. Uh, was with uh, instead of shoes, I had coasters wow. as footwear, and um, and then um, years probably like a year or so later, or maybe longer runs, like I think you would work that would be a good match mm-hmm. like sound wise and dynamic and so um so we connected and talked spoke online and and i went booked it and went up and he's in this really cool building and uh there's no windows and it's like this old like stone stone building like built in like i think like the late 1800s and i pull up and there's just like this narrow driveway um and and there's there's no windows and I'm like I don't know really what this guy looks like I don't remember much mm. and and so I, I knock on the door and this like long haired bearded guy with bare feet come comes to the door and I'm no like coasters. I'm like no coasters yeah I'm like I'm like this, I, I might not make it out of this place <laughs> <It's> like, no <laughs> it's just like uh, no it was funny it was it was, it was it's a really cool studio to work in and, and like he has all these cool old like instruments that I've, mm-hmm. I've never seen before and um so we played around with a lot of stuff so it's like man if i had like tons of expendable cash i just would have yeah. stayed and like played with all these um instruments that he had uh yeah. so yeah. but yeah it's a really it was a really fun experience for sure yeah he's um i've heard so many stories about him uh like all like mostly good that he's this like really nice but totally eccentric guy that yes, yeah. he's very selective with who he works with like he will only work with people that he thinks are like really really talented or that he can work with that he can add something to but i've just heard all these stories about him like you know putting a pa speaker inside a piano yeah and, like to master a record and like running the record through the piano yeah and then just bringing that up a little bit in the mix yeah. like that and that's yeah. how he mastered a record like it, it's just like just these like little things that you would never think about that yeah. i think speak to like why he's yeah. well every every time ron calls ron talks about him he calls him the legend right because he does yeah. oh, weird things true. like that but no, it's really true i remember there was one <clears throat> one song that i um, met a girl uh, on, mm-hmm. on, uh, on the album and we're both like oh what the heck uh, it needs something uh, and really so we tried like a keys part I'm like no mm-hmm. I just we need something kind of something more unusual try like like a um uh, electric part and I was like no it's not working and and it, and somehow we came up with the idea of bubbles like we should do like bubbles would be really neat as like a, a a little background sound okay and so um we we go into the bathroom and fill up um the sink and then we tried like different like tubes and pipes like to blow bubbles into the water <laughs> and like so we tried, we tried like one tube and it's like wow. mm, i don't think it like is making the sound that we wanted but then he found like this like metal tube and then he hung a condenser mic over the sink, and so it's like we were, uh, and we're like talking about it. it's like okay, go, and, and so I'm just like, I'm like, is that too much bubbles or less? Should I blow more bubbles or less bubbles? Like, so we like just lay down all these different like lots of bubble tracks and like light light bu- bubble blowing tracks, and it totally totally worked. Um, Man, as a yeah, I love that you didn't like. 
you know, download a bubble patch or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like... It's like actual bubbles you know, or no bubbles. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Tom Waits level of yeah, like looking out like, for a very specific sound. Yeah. Well, I was, I was actually going to bring that sound when up? I use a mallet on this dresser? Yeah. Like yeah. I was That's actually going to say, because I, I remember a story about Tom Waits uh, slamming doors around his, wherever he was recording. Trying to, get to find, to find the, right the perfect, because he was going to use it as his percussion. So he needed right. to find, and rather than just, you know, slam it once and then repeat that sound, no, he like had to set up a mic and slam it 48 times or <laughs> no times. No kidding. Like, oh, like this song, it, it just reminds yeah. me of that kind of thing, like that it, level of creativity. With mm-hmm. You need to, there's a Commitment. certain sound and you're not going to stop mm-hmm. until you achieve it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, like there's another, another track that we had, um, uh, which one is it? The um, Hello Sun, where mm-hmm. um, there's like almost like a thunderclap sound in it um, at one part. And it's just like he lo- got like this old, old tube amp and like maxed all the reverb and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And just at the one part, just like hit the amp yeah. and it just makes this like, yeah, a really cool effect. And yeah, so yeah, it was, just, that, it was a really fun process just kind of like playing around with it. Or, or Am I talking too much? No, oh, no. Okay. You're the okay. one who's You're supposed to be talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, <laughs> we'll just sit back. Like, you can take as a matter yeah, of fact, yeah. uh, yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> um, there was one part where it's like we wanted bass, and I'm I'm not the best on bass. Like especially when I've never tried to play bass for a song, mm. I can't really. I wing thought it. I could just wing it. Like oh, I know. The, the, and so for some parts it was possible, but this I'm like, mm, I, it was just taking too much time and like. But he has this cool old uh, like organ and with like the the bass the pedals. pedals yeah. So like I'm sitting on the floor underneath the organ like bam 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 with your hands, with my hands yeah, yeah. just uh, <laughs> hitting the the notes. So like I'm cr- I should have had pictures taken of it, but I'm curled up under the the organ and the kin- the mic is there and it's just like you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. It's really fun. Yeah. I'm itching to get back into the studio. Yeah, yeah me too. It's, it's, you get flipping writing. It's been one of those years. It, mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like you write, 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 and all this stuff comes out, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, sometimes it's just like a, like a stagnant time where yeah, you're just yeah. too busy to be creative. Too busy. A bit. But for me, like, I, I was writing a lot, like a lot. And, uh, and then I started working on my first album. Yeah. And so the focus shifted to like tweaking existing songs. Mm-hmm. And then that was two years ago or something yeah, yeah and like i really haven't i've been writing but like i've never really recovered right mm-hmm. yeah fully back into my like you know how prolific i was before so i don't, I don't know understood yeah for me it's yeah. been like i bring it up in every episode so i don't ever get up too much but <laughs> for, yeah for me it's been it's been years like i'll write one song here, one song there. Right. And it, that adds up over a while. Like after you've done that for two years, you do end up having 10 or 12 yeah. decent songs. Yeah. You don't really think you're writing too much and you still are. But but yeah, it used to be that I would write, you know, 15 songs in two months and 10 of them would be shit. But at least I was writing a lot. Yeah. You know, I ended up mm. with five good songs out of that two month stretch or whatever. But yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know, like life gets in the way and it's just, yeah. it's hard mm. to sit and sit with your guitar for the hours you need right. to do that, right? Yeah. And I think there's momentum to it as well. Like after you haven't been writing for a while, it becomes more difficult. True. Yeah. And then uh, also it's like I, my my desire is to write like more, like some more positive yeah. <laughs> stuff. But I find I'm not as inspired. Yeah. Like when, yeah, I'm, when I'm like chill and, and content with stuff, <laughs> it's like in the depths of despair that yeah. the words come mm-hmm. sometimes. And so it's like. 
um, or like in the process of getting out of a funk or whatever right. is, mm-hmm. is when yeah, I seem when... to be writing the most. And so it's like, yeah. see, like you end when up you're... getting some semi happy songs. Like I can think of the, uh, the Sweet, Sweetgrass County Jail song, yeah, which I, like I know is like you were. It was a really bad time, but uh-huh. at the same time, you it, you got this song that ended up being almost funny, like yeah. and, and very self reflexive. And <laughs> yeah, it took a while though, because I'm like when when stuff was going down, I was just like, um, like this is awful and it's so stressful and stuff Mm -hmm. but then i'm like but in the back of my mind i'm like one day this is going to be a song one day this is i'm gonna Mm -hmm. look back i'm gonna write a song and it's gonna be funny and and even having that thought is so therapeutic too it's just like well at least i'll get a song out of this when i'm like and and one day it was just like uh like because there was a few times i'm like i got it like this is a story that you know like doesn't happen every day (laughs) so so i'm like so i try a few times like "Mm, it's, it's not i'm not I'm not ready for this yet. I'm not ready to make this lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And so, but one day, like literally, I say in like about 20 minutes, I wrote that song. Like just mm-hmm. as like, it just came out. Just came out. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it was, uh, which is, so the timing was right. Yeah. yeah. So, so how did you, when did you start writing? Like how did you get, how did you become a songwriter? Up at, actually, it's funny that I actually remember this, but um, up at camp, I used to be a camp counselor oh. up north, and uh, I started playing guitar, and I used to always write, like I used to journal a little bit, and just, I always find like I, I'm able to collect my thoughts better on paper. Yeah, same. And so, um, so I was always writing, and I was learning how to play guitar at the time, and it just like, at the time, I was kind of churchy, and some of the songs are pretty lame um uh well you can't just start like, being a great songwriter off the bat you know? yeah so it's like i was playing these songs and like man i don't even really like what i'm singing or playing and um like i should probably just you know start writing and so i um this one summer um i had like i was up up north quite a bit and so just chilling by the lake and started trying to put um like the whole thing was all, all I was learning all at once like I was trying to learn how to play guitar and then I was trying to teach myself how to finger pick and then I was trying to like put words to to music and all that and so it just kind of came yeah. and um it yeah. all came at once yeah it really mm-hmm. did so you mentioned yeah. you mentioned being being churchy it, it's yeah. funny because uh Oops. which if knowing you now that seems so it's like what <laughs> <laughs> it's so it seems so yeah. far away and i remember yeah. we played a show at Tallulah cafe you and i uh, we had like a dual show yeah i remember years ago and your parents came out to it yeah and i remember afterwards this was like both of us i think we're still in the we're maturing as songwriters stage we we sort of just started playing live a lot mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like like you were you started a little bit before me but i feel like we kind of came up together around almost. the same yeah and uh so we're playing this show and afterwards your mom came up to me and she like dragged me down the stairs at Tallulah, like yeah. into the basement where the bathrooms are. And she pulls me down there and she says, you know, Tara used to be this great choral singer. Like she used to sing in, in, in choir. She used to sing at church. She would bring her guitar to church and sing all these great, you know, gospel songs. And, and she's like, I love what she's doing now. It sounds great. But like, maybe like do you think you could convince her to like play more gospel stuff again <laughs> and like and i'm thinking like i'm the wrong person to be asking but i had no yeah. idea at that time that yeah. that's how you started so yeah, yeah so totally. what was the, what was that was that a trend like a, a was there a real transition there for you or did it just sort of naturally 
huge transition. Yeah. 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 Are we allowed to swear on this? Oh, hell oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I just want to make sure. Well, in that case. All right. Cool. It's dirty this episode. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, because I was like a super church kid. I was going to be like a, a missionary man. Like I, I traveled all over the world like and stuff um, like for like religious pr- reasons. And then it was like. That was where you were headed. Some shit went down and like mad, mad disrespect to me and my life and uh, people that I really respected as you know like figureheads in my my mm-hmm. life and kind of embodied what I was striving for at that time in my life and they like massive massive disappointment and it's just like and and through my travels uh, I just got to see the world and how mm-hmm. other people exist and you know my world was pretty small for a while you know mm-hmm. it was like the four walls of the church that I grew up in kind of thing very kind of sheltered but traveling all over and seeing different religions and lifestyles and it just brought in my mind it's like holy shit there's so much I have not seen and done and lived through and mm-hmm. you know there's you know there's the, the world is way much uh way broader than the way I had seen it for so long and just like fuck this you know yeah. what I mean it's just uh-huh. like and I hit reset and it's just like you know like some of the most um judgmental nasty people that have been in, in my life that have hurt me the most have been like in the name of, of God yeah. you know what uh-huh. I mean and not to say it's all like that and uh at all because I've met some beautiful people religious and not uh-huh. you know what I mean so it just came down to do I believe there's something greater than this yeah, I do. I mm-hmm. but what it is, I I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. But um, so when did that happen? So when, when did that reset? Button? You know what? I I would say when it was I was in uh, Tha- uh, Nepal. Mm-hmm. I was at a um, a Buddhist temple in Nepal, and I see this freaking retard. Um, this this American chick. She climbed up onto like a stupa, like which is like a mound in, mm-hmm. in the temple. And like, and it's everything there is, is very sacred. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like touching certain things, like um, your and your feet are not sacred. And so the fact that this dummy, like in her, you know what? And I shouldn't say it like that because we all do stupid things in pursuit of of whatever understanding. And but mm-hmm. she climbs up on this on the stupa and is like very publicly meditating like facing the sun and having this you know and i'm like my god like and i just like me like i white girl goes to nepal basically (laughs) and like pursuing her truth and whatever and i'm just like man and like that is how like it just uh, it just shook me just how foolish we can be for in the name of, of 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 religion and it just like that moment i'm just like I don't want to be that person that's saying these things that I don't understand and that don't like necessarily the, believe or don't have a deep enough understanding of to be, you know, so vocal about, you know. And so it's just like mm-hmm. it was that moment. And then I think we I went back to New Zealand after then and, and got loaded and smoked <laughs> <laughs> a couple my, cigarettes. This and, is my life. And I'm like, <laughs> there's no turning back. When, how old were you then? Um, it was like early 20s i'd say yeah so it was like made up for a lot of how old are you you now i'm 34 i was gonna say i think you're a couple (laughs) years older than i am yeah it's like but i think i have the maturity of like a 23 year old now it's (laughs) like i have like my mind has been broadened and i've regressed as well (laughs) (laughs) i can relate to that uh, yeah so yeah Yeah. that's, that's that story um so you you were writing a lot of religious songs when you first started writing them so that's obviously before that uh, transitionary I think moment. it's just like inspired by like even when I was writing I, I always hated 
I, I don't I want to say hate, but I disliked the people that use their, you know, if they're performing in like a non-religious environment and you're freaking force feeding your mm-hmm. views down someone's throat. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I did my best to, you know, like I, I at the time would be inspired by my beliefs, but mm-hmm. like more so is like my perspective of nature and, and stuff like that. So, um, so I might be coming in. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think it was just uh, in- inspired, but I didn't. It was not something to be for. I wanted to be force-fed down anybody's yeah. throat. So mm-hmm. it was more like, um, I think a theme that will always be in my music is my love for nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, and I think that's my where my heart lies is mm-hmm. in like appreciation of, of, of the world and nature. Mm-hmm. And I think that was where it was even then, like with maybe some religious undertones as mm-hmm. well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So nature, and nature and anger, nature, anger, <laughs> Na- nature and rage. It's funny. Uh, Cause like there's songs of that. Like, there's one song, I believe it's on your first album. The uh, the puncher in her fucking, fucking face. face. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> I really wanted to too. <laughs> Me too. Me I too. shut up. Oh, you, <laughs> That's right. You know the story. <laughs> uh, the story. The story uh, is about someone that I ended up dating later. So. <laughs> mm. But at the time, I did. Well, yeah, no, I just, no, hey, I would, I want, trust me, there there were times. If said individual hears this, I want them to know that I no longer have those sentiments. Yeah, I don't even think she knows <laughs> that it's about her, so well, I mean, she's not going to listen. She won't. She, oh, she won't. Yeah, she so won't. then the first album, that was what, like six years ago? Something like that? Uh, 2009, so that's like yeah. Seven yeah. years, yeah, <laughs> ish. Yeah, I remember when the first time I listened to it. Yeah, um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, was he recorded experience. it with Eric Welton, who's yep. now in Diane Motel, and yep. produced my first record as well. But yeah, it was, was good. A, that was a fun. That was a fun experience. Yeah, mm. learned. Was that the first time you'd much. recorded? Really? Um, I like, had done some recording, um, like in my travels and stuff, and like sat in on other people's albums, mm-hmm. but not um, nothing. Not anything like that. Yeah. Not that extensive yeah Yeah. so and how did what what's the main difference from the first to the second like in terms of when you no it's fine it's fine okay okay Okay. so so the listeners know there's background stuff going on but that's that's totally yeah don't worry (laughs) yourselves with it it's totally fine yeah like going into the studio like what was was it a conscious decision to do something differently the first time i i gave myself a deadline and i rushed through things um a little bit more than I, I should have, um, just because, yeah, I, I gave myself a deadline and and the musicians and Eric a deadline that I shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I mean? So it's like I, everyone is working kind of under the gun. And this last album, I'm like, I don't want that to be a stipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have when it's ready. You know, like I, I I had like a ballpark date in mind when I started it, which. It, I mean, got got shot to shit, but um, which was fine because it's like I, I wanted I wanted to be able to when I, I heard the master be able to um, feel like this is like my work and yeah. I, I mm-hmm. can be completely proud and not you know like um, there's songs that 
I'm sure you, in your experience as well that you'll hear a song that you worked on and it's like, oh my God, why yeah, did I cringe, not edit yeah. this? It's like that one note is yeah. going to like, yeah, you or love why it. Why didn't we take the time to fix to that exactly. thing or, fix that or one redo note. that thing? Yeah. yeah. I had so, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one, I mean, and it was funny, um, my friend uh, Andrew McLeod said it once because um, we were sitting listening to the album um, when I just received the master copy and, uh, and I'm just like, man, I can and listen to it and I'm like I feel okay like I don't mm-hmm. like I'm not wincing or yeah. cringing when I'm hearing it but um but he's like uh he's like enjoy this moment he's like enjoy <laughs> this moment because he's like it won't always be like that yeah so yeah. um yeah. well I think yeah. it's natural to look back on stuff that you've done previously even just from a writing standpoint and go oh man I'm so much better than that now and you know like I feel I feel like it's 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 okay to acknowledge that you know yeah uh, yeah and you got you got a new job recently right and, yeah and I'm, I'm doing it's interesting it's uh it's been an adjustment like a big ad- yeah. uh, adjustment mm-hmm. it's a day it's, job it's a day job yeah and you're and going from like, like the service industry now into like something totally different i've been right? in um like the bar like industry for like um like 10 12 years yeah. i think now and mm-hmm. so it's just like uh, so crazy hours like i remember when i was working um at like a, a a shift manager at Starbucks and um, for, for a while my availability was after 2 p.m. I'm like I can work only after 2 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like who can honestly set those hours and yeah. like a pe- your boss adhere to them for you like um, so having to get up at like 7.30 to um, be at work you know well actually it's more like 8 15 to be at work for nine is, yeah. is, is, ideally at 7.30 yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, you hit snooze six times after that it's yeah. been a huge, uh, it's been a huge adjustment. But like uh, the people I work with are really good people, and mm. like they're they're very gracious with me. Like um, because they, I don't know, they they they're, they're pretty awesome. They know that music is a big part of my life yeah. and stuff. And so like they've accommodated. Yeah. So I'm oh, really great. fortunate. Where, where is it? Do you, do you, you don't have to say, but it, impact staffing. It's um, oh, okay. like a personal agency. So okay. it's um, but yeah, I, it was funny. Like um, like they reached out to me. Like I dropped off Rosemary like ages ago. Like you're, um, and just like probably a couple of years later, yeah. they reach out and they're like, we have a position that we think you might be interested in. I'm like, and I had been like talking for probably a year, but I'm like, I need to like simmer down and like, yeah. you know, have some normal people days, like <laughs> just like a few, you yeah, know, just, cause yeah, it's like, there. I don't want to be like one day wake up and look 95 and I'm, I'm 38, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, please. So uh, I just needed to find a bit of a balance, um, with, with that stuff. So these guys mm-hmm. have been really really super awesome so like i work monday to thursday there and then i i still do a bit of bartending and then my gigs and stuff so mm-hmm. it's like, okay um, so, yeah it can yeah. be that can be a challenge is finding a job that like still allows you to do it like right now i'm doing a monday to wednesday thing which yeah is, mm-hmm. like ideal yeah for, yeah. mu- for music because then you play Thursday, Friday, Saturday every week. And, yeah, totally. Um, See, I don't have that ideal situation at the moment because well, it's just, just like all the time. I don't have any time for anything. But, yeah, but yeah. it's the same thing. Like I've started to treat mine as a job, like getting up at eight in the morning and getting into campus by nine, not leaving till four thirty or five. And nice. it's a, uh, it, it is a, it's a huge adjustment because I think yeah. it was the, similar to you in that like I didn't want to get up before noon, you yeah. know, for many many years. So, but I find that it's actually been stimulating to to creativity in a weird way because yeah. I'm, a more productive in general. In general oh, definitely. You know? Yeah. That yeah. Im- impacts every side of yeah. 
Like, do you find that as well? Do you find you've been like maybe more inspired to play or, or I'm less? I'm so or? busy, honestly. Yeah. It's like my day, like from the moment I wake up to the moment I, I go to bed, it's just like it's accounted for, you know, yeah, like, it's have, already taken. like living on your own, like having a place, having like wearing so many hats, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. trying to book shows, trying to play shows, trying to like j- like practice, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. doing promo and then and your day do flipping bartending gigs and, and <laughs> like try, trying to, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's a lot. It's a whole, yeah. whole bunch. You need so a manager. Like, uh, I totally need yeah. a manager. At, like, the sa- at the same time, this job is still pretty new, right? Uh, since, yeah, January. I've so, been there, so maybe uh, you know, give it time and maybe yeah. you'll fall into more of a routine. Stuff. I hope so. But the problem is... And then you'll is, have the stimulation thing Travis is talking about. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's something nice about having like your, your day, the daytime. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I remember back in the day, like... Uh, one of the dudes I was dating, he like he would crash at eight in the morning. So like we would go for like a, a late night our late night walk, which was like six thirty in the morning, <laughs> like to wind down, you know what I mean, before crashing. It's like, man, and like some old dudes going to the, the corner store to get his newspaper with his dog and he's starting his day and we're just about to like end ours. And it's just like there's something mm. you just feel gnarly. Like you just feel yeah. gnarly uh, when when you live like a little and in bit. the winter so time you like, have no day no it's sunshine no sunshine yeah, at all yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Day at all. so yeah. but yeah so that's a so that, that's nice so like four days uh, well and then the problem is like i'm still not like i thought oh, okay okay because i'm working nine to five then you know those nights i'll crash at a decent time and like that's not happening still, yet it's like, it's still, still i just wake up really tired and, and you know work. maybe smelling like booze at work <laughs> like, sometimes yeah. so yeah uh, been there yeah. yeah yeah it's classy mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well i can re- I, I can remember <laughs> for instance one time i was playing a show at fog and i i think i don't think you were playing that night. i think you were just kind of out and around and uh so i was packing up it's like 20 after two or something and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm helping the other bands pack up their stuff and then like tara watts comes in <laughs> at, at 2 20 in the morning kicking the door uh-huh. angry and like but like in a funny way, like you were, you were, you were like trying to get people to fight with you, but like by, oh, really? but by being, oh, but no. by being hilarious, like, but like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, flicking people in their face and like, really like, <laughs> like things like that. Oh, no. <laughs> like, That's a, I'm a jerk. I don't, <laughs> no, but like it, it was, it was funny. I don't know. I mean, like, and That's we just, nice. we just had a lot of those nights where, uh, where the two of us would end up hanging out like after the shows <laughs> and like, and like, you know crying or bitching about whatever was going on in our lives at that time i think that's that's like and honestly like it was it was necessary yeah. for my life at that time i know yeah, i was going through a lot true. of chaos at that time personally and yeah it's true hey like yeah, yeah. i always... seem to kind of cross at times where it's yeah. like like i was always like um like i yeah there, i can hear a couple of times where it's like jesus i i was really glad that you were you happened yeah. to be playing a show uh at a night that you, yeah you could talk me down no, I, and from. i think a lot of those nights at sky too because uh, like, at that at that yeah. particular time i know like personally i was going through a lot of hell like oh. and it was it was really shitty and sky like sky lounge on tuesday nights was the place where i went every week yeah because i knew there was going to be ron there i knew tara was going to be there you know i knew kelly nichols and kimbo was going to be right. there and like Jeez. it was sort of this little community of people that i could rely on yeah. and that would keep me sane for the rest of the week yeah mm. no, so i know like true. that yeah. it was a it was a it was a good little and that's right right when we when i was starting anyway playing shows and yeah that's true it's yeah, funny you yeah. said something similar about the op- to me about the open mic on sundays that we used to do yeah and that well like, again that, your like stability yeah, yeah it coincided with another particularly bad point uh yeah. because I, I deal with with a lot of mental illness and a lot of depression and and uh 
Yeah, for a long time it was it was those like sanity one night your, a week and with yeah. Derek on Sundays for a long time it was the same sort of thing. So like I don't know. No, that's really how, true. Yeah. How do you find that? I mean, I know for me and uh, Travis and I have talked about this, but it's like that sort of mental strife is one of the things that drives songwriting. I think. I, at least I for completely me. agree. Yeah? yeah. Same for you. I would. I completely. Yeah, I would say that. Um, I I'm here today <laughs> because of like um, because of music and the ability to to write and and like finally just get off my heart and mind yeah. things mm-hmm. that I'm feeling like you know a lot of the, a lot of songs that I I wrote even in this last on this last album were moments of like absolute despair you know yeah. what I mean well you're and very so, autobiographical like, a lot of the time and like mm. and like I can remember listening to a song of yours and being like oh, I was I remember that night <laughs> like or I remember I remember you that I remember is. the context of that song yeah mm. yeah so and yeah I know I definitely I, I would say it's um like major challenges in my life like I kind of worked through through music, through music you know it's yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the most inexpensive therapy <laughs> yeah, well maybe and, not all the freaking gear you have to spend most, it, effective but as well. most of, honestly yeah so I I would definitely say that uh, I'm sane-ish and here because <laughs> of because of um, because of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah mm-hmm. I'd say so. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my case. Um, so what's next? Like now you're, you're you're kind of doing okay. Yeah. And so so it's, so are you quitting music then? No, <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Um, I don't know what's next. I, I really realistically after the release of this last album, I really should have been a bit more aggressive, like pursuing like booking out of out of the city and in support you know, of the and yeah, I really that, should have. That wasn't uh, that long ago. Yeah, I know. I should it. have been, I, and I will. I, I, but I just, I should have. You know how it is when there's the the momentum. Like I, mm-hmm. it's just so hard uh, when you're wearing like so many hats, you know, and mm-hmm. like and having, you know, just still trying to maintain like friendships, relationships, and and stuff and then trying to you know pursue stuff out of out of town out of a, out of country potentially it's mm-hmm. like you know and trying to like pay bills as well it's just mm-hmm. like yeah so i really would like to do some a bit of touring but it's just a matter of like logistics buckling this down where you need a manager. and getting <laughs> yeah. my uh, like you know yeah maybe making an initial investment and get someone to book me some shows out of town and that but um but so that this summer i have some f- i'm playing a few festivals and mm-hmm. some winery gigs in the in the essex county but i'm hoping to get up and do a little bit in toronto maybe montreal mm-hmm. but other than that um i have nothing like too booked out of town but i i'd like to start working on material for a new new album yeah, soon mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's kind of the hope uh, for the, this year. Yeah. Okay. So, so long, long term, uh, just you know, the title of the podcast is "I Quit My Job," and you got a job, so it's like the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but long term, is it something that, like, if you were ever able to quit working, uh, working in the sense of a day job, yeah, and and go full time musician. musician, do you think that's something you would like to do? It's or a, it's- yeah, yes, and and yes. I would love to actually um, do music full time. Mm-hmm. I would, but the problem is, uh, I found in my like when I used to play like way more gigs. Like I was doing like four gigs a week at at, a, at one point, and it's just like you just kind of get like it's like oh man, the songs that you love, the the songs yeah. that you mm-hmm. uh, the covers that you you're you're playing, and the songs that you wrote that it meant something to you just kind of lose their their edge a little bit. Um, at 
at that point. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like I, I don't want to lose the love that I have for for performing and mm-hmm. writing and playing. Um, so but, it's like trying to find that balance between. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also think that um, can p- drive you to write more as well. Is right. like when you're like, I need something different in my set now. Yeah. And, I, and mm-hmm. you find something, you get it, you get it like a thought. Yeah. And you're like, um, the set's not really working the way it used to work, so I need to add this new do element this, into do it. That. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, like, the way I look at it, because I do want to try going full-time at mm-hmm. some point, and I'm kind of trying to lay the foundation for it yeah. right now. Um, it's just, the, I think the reality is that when you do that, sometimes on stage, it's just going to feel like you're at work. Yeah, yeah. And I know. That, and yeah. you need to be able to make that and allow it to be that sometimes yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. i like and the the thing is is there's there's so many sides to it like i know locally like i could play you know five nights a week if i if i wanted to um but it would be primarily like covers and Mm -hmm. um you know like throwing you know and and so it's like and having to play covers that you don't necessarily love Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. know but things that people like to hear and and so it's just like there's a whole bunch of conversations that you have to have with yourself and it's like you know there's something really wonderful about having a packed bar singing along to a cover tune like i mean i love it more so that if it was something of mine Mm -hmm. but it's just like (laughs) it's just not the audience uh uh, often it is out Mm -hmm. you know they want to hear you know freaking Sweet home Alabama, and which I won't, yeah. I won't do. Yeah, um, but you know what I mean. There's lines there's, I won't there's cross. A line. Yeah, but, there's a line. Skinner. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's tricky. But but getting to a point where it's like, you know, you're getting paid to entertain people, to make them, you know, take them away from whatever has gone on that day, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bring them like even a moment of of happiness. So if you know, like for a lo- the longest time, I was completely opposed to doing covers. But it's like, you know what? There's something to be said. You know, I'm playing mm-hmm. music and I'm making money doing this. So it's yeah. like, why? Why do I have to be so freaking like concrete in my perspective on this yeah. when, you know, I, I'm getting paid, I'm making people happy and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I get to, to play guitar and sing to people. You so, know, it's, it's, so for you to so. do it full time then, would you have to then get to a certain level where maybe full time work for you is touring for a month or two and then going and working on a record, like sort of at that next level where you're, where you're not... Well, you're not playing the bar scene anymore. Mm-hmm. You're playing more established shows, more I'd established love to. places. I'd love to yeah. do that. Is that what it would take for you to, to yeah. quit again, do you think? Yeah, I, w- I would absolutely love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you know what? And the thing is, it's so possible. Like, it's so, it's just a matter of, like, I, I like to be self-sufficient and I like mm-hmm. to, you know, know where that I'm going to be able to cover, you know, like mm-hmm. bill, bills and stuff like That's with, it, with, so with a, a big cushion. Like I like to have a, a cushion around me, but it's like there's but so much instability. There's a lot of instability, yeah. which and mm-hmm. so a part of my lack of like maybe movement outside of the city is because I like to have like a secure home base and yeah. there's nothing stable in the, you know, when you're at, uh, and it, especially when, when you're just getting started, you yeah, know, especially. and not to say that it's much easier f- the further you go, but it's mm-hmm. just like, um, but at the beginning is that's when you're taking it's the tricky. real risk. It's tricky. It's really, it's really, um, there's a lot. Deep end. Um, yeah. It's, and so like, and I've thought about that sometimes because it's like, man, is it worth it just to freaking just do it, you know, like mm-hmm. get, get a, like a couple months rent behind you mm-hmm. and, and, and just per- pursue it um, mm. full full on. Mm. So it's it's a conversation that I've had, and it's like now is the time to do it when there's a new album out and you know getting good good coverage like in Windsor and outside mm-hmm. of Windsor. Yeah. So it's like if I'm gonna do it, it's like now 
now. Well, it seems like whenever I'm at one of your shows, specifically the one that you play, it might have been the the CD release at the Capitol Theater, actually. Um, watching watching you guys play, and the, the conversation you're having, because it you know happens in Windsor that going out to a show isn't about necessarily listening to the music; it's about yeah. socializing, and it's yeah both frustrating and awesome about this city, but. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the, it's just the general feel like after that show, I remember like standing in the lobby at the Capitol Theater and people being like, man, like Tara has stepped it up. Like she's really put it in onto that next level where maybe she could go in and do that. So like, yeah, I think you're right that maybe now's the time because like it's it seems to be people around the city have recognized like that sort of step forward you've taken, especially with the new band. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I feel that and it's super mm-hmm. cool. It's mm-hmm. been nice to have that people around me being so supportive of mm-hmm. what's going on so yeah i know so, yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> not to like push you i you know just, it's one of those things on my right? honestly it's just it's something that I, I do mull over often when it's just like looking at you know um just where where things are and it's like where i know they could be if i just d- dove in mm-hmm. you know and, it's just so hard and now that yeah, you have know, stability like, in your yeah. life it's, it's like, like this is you know it's, finally it's you have this job to, yeah yeah it's easy to get com- comfortable scary too, yeah like, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We shall yeah. see. So you're, uh, did you grow up here in Windsor? Yeah. Yeah. Born so and raised in Windsor. Born and raised. And, yeah. and this is why you, this is it for you? No. No? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope. Nothing. I love Windsor and I'm proud to be from Windsor and I'll always say that I'm from Windsor. I won't yeah, say I'm from same. Detroit or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, yeah. You know, I will always, like I'm a Windsor girl, but I definitely would like, there's so much more to see and uh, mm. I'd be ha- I'd happily um, retire in Portugal on the <laughs> yeah. beach home. That's yeah. What I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, a lot of my family is, fr- is from this area and they're, they're here and they will probably, you know, likely stay here. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but I, I would like to, um, I, the world is huge. The world is huge. And That's yeah. another thing about, you know, the whole full-time touring thing. You, yeah. If you also love traveling, then you're getting, yeah, you're combining getting yeah. your love yeah. of music with your love of traveling. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm a good traveler. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's when I go on the road with the, the, the locusts and stuff, it's like, I, I've I, seen I'm, it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like I, it does not, not much surprises me. I can sleep pretty much anywhere. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't need a shower. If, if there's not a shower, I don't need a shower. Don't and don't I will shower. still look yeah, yeah. glamorous. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like um, but yeah, like yeah, sleeping on my floor with five large men. And just, <laughs> Not, not, a not a problem. Not a no, I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's fun. So, but yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy the road. Yeah. So it's uh, and the, the challenge is like because um, you you have to. It, I mean, on a small scale, it's like you have to tap into some survival instincts. It's like I, yeah. you know, it's uh, we, we get into town and we're supposed to be on stage in like an hour, and we have to get set up, and somehow I'm supposed to change into like <laughs> a stage appropriate gear, yeah. and I'm like the bathroom is horrifying downstairs. So I'm like <laughs> I'm trying to like how the guys on the lookout. I'm like I'm in the in the band. Don't fucking look <laughs> like, like, well, especially because you guys uh, too you guys yeah. always have that like you get dressed up when you play yeah. your shows so yeah. it's like yeah. that extra yes, step uh, for, uh, for me i think people like for derek and i i don't, I don't know if you dress up specifically but i just roll out there yeah. in my hoodie and i'm like screw it just yeah play. yeah uh, well with the custom outfit it was all suits yeah five piece yeah. and uh it, that was fun i enjoyed That's that nice. i kind of yeah. want to bring it back I might start wearing suits with the old salts, but I don't know if they'll like it. Because uh, yeah. they don't, like, yeah, that's not James is in his, like, tank top, <laughs> just covered in tattoos, and then I'm over here looking all combed and Dapper, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Caleb told us with Diane Motel, our, dr- our drummer Caleb, said that uh, we will never be a band that uh, dresses up. 
that we will just be a band that plays in whatever whatever yeah. we want to play in. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that. that's that's I the way it that. yeah. yeah, all sounds well. Um, did you did so, you um? But we're kind of running a little bit low on time. Cool. So um, I was gonna ask maybe if Tara wanted to play a song. Sure. Um, this song is brand new. Uh, it doesn't have a new-ish, new-ish. It's my newest song. Um, but it doesn't have a, doesn't have a name. Waves gently washing over the shore Children laughing, they're skipping stones Lovers kiss and hold each other close All is quiet for today All is still for today Thanks, Tara. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, this is great. Cool. An excuse to hang out. Hey? <laughs> yeah, really. It's business, I swear. It's business. <laughs> uh, cool. So the night we interviewed Tara Watts at her beautiful little house in Walkerville, uh, we, I had a, I ended up heading down to Harrow, the little town where I grew up, and playing a show at the Legion, which I, is something I never really thought would happen, but. 
All expectations to the contrary, uh, it turned out to be a fantastic show. I opened for a band called The Wilderness of Manitoba, who we put up at my old family home for the night. And uh, it turns out the drummer, Marshall Bureau, who's not from Windsor, he, I think he's based in Toronto, uh, is was the drummer for Tara Watts' new album. He just he was introduced to her by the producer, and he said, I think your sound would fit and everything. And it's just another example of all those little Windsor connections coming back around again. And uh, I tried to get Tara to come out to the show and everything, because she was a fan of The Wilderness. She had opened for them at Fog before. So Will from, from The Wilderness was such a great dude that, that Travis and I just, uh, that I asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. So the next morning, uh, I had Travis drive down to Harrow, and we banged out a quick podcast with Will in the morning. So two weeks from today, that's going to be that's going to be the next episode. But for now, you can find Tara's music at terrawatts.bandcamp.com, or you can look her up on Facebook and Twitter. If you want to get a hold of Travis and I, you can write to us at iqmjpod at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash iqmjpod and on Twitter at iqmjpod. To hear all the past episodes, you can go to www.iqmjpod.com or subscribe to our podcast at I Quit My Job on iTunes. And that way you'll get all the episodes downloaded right to your phone. You can listen to them online or offline. So we'll see you in two weeks with Will Whitwam. I quit my job. I quit my job. I quit my job.